Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Roto World's Josh Norris here with another episode of the Roto World Football Podcast. A little bit different solo episode this time. It's because it's like 10.48 p.m. on a Sunday night, and I thought, Josh, stop procrastinating. You should probably talk about this Andrew Luck news and how it impacts everyone's fantasy drafts out there, because I know this is a massive week for all of you. So thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to all of our episodes this month. Hopefully they're helping. I know they're helping in some way. So as all of you know by now, Andrew Luck retired on Saturday night, actually during the Colts and Bears preseason game, one of the craziest, wildest stories and football events I've ever witnessed. We know that Luck, since really May, had been working back from this calf, ankle, leg injury, and it just hadn't gotten better. And it's not the first time Luck has been dealing with his injuries, right? Zach Kiefer tweeted that Luck threw six NFL seasons, torn cartilage in two ribs, partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one concussion, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, again, that forced him to miss an entire season. And again, this mysterious calf ankle issue that takes us to where we are today. Luck basically said that he promised himself when he played through pain once that he would never do it again. And if you watch his presser, if you listen to his words, if you just kind of saw his expression, more than anything, it stood out to me that he just looked relieved. So this is an awkward transition, but let's talk about how his departure impacts the fantasy football world, because it does quite a bit. First, Luck was being drafted as the quarterback four that's ahead of Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, yada, yada, yada. Now we know Jacoby Brissett, who actually started the 2017 season, but under Rob Chudzinski, I believe, and he was traded for on September 2nd, barely any time to even have an offseason in that system. Now he's worked under Frank Reich and this offense and a much improved offensive line, really skill position players as well, that we should have higher hopes for Jacoby Brissett in 2019 versus 2017. Obviously, in single quarterback leagues, none of you should be drafting Jacoby Brissett, at least right now. But for your super flex or two quarterback leagues, I would place him around that Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Marcus Mariota territory. So that's around 
quarterback 25, 26, 27. I actually think that Jacoby Brissett shows some really nice flashes. And again, the Colts went from one of the worst offensive lines in 2017 when Brissett played to one of the best offensive lines in football in 2018. And that really does matter along with a great play caller in Frank Reich. T.Y. Hilton is currently going as the wide receiver 12 in drafts, around pick 30 overall. Now that's on the heels of a 120 target season when he hauled in 76 passes for over 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. We know that Andrew Luck was really able to kind of unlock that vertical ability for multiple years that T.Y. Hilton shows and is one of the best in the NFL in that area. Now back in 2017, again, a different situation offensive line and coaching wise, but back in 2017 with Jacoby Brissett, Hilton caught 57 of 109 targets for 966 yards and four touchdowns. Again, this is an interesting situation we have, right? Many times when a backup quarterback comes into play for a full season, we don't have experience with it. We don't have a sample size with it. We do for many parts of this offense. Now that 2017 season was T.Y. Hilton's lowest touchdown total of his career and second lowest reception and yardage total actually since his rookie season. Right now, T.Y. Hilton, again, is going as wide receiver 12. That's before that tier of Amari Cooper, Stephon Diggs, Julian Edelman, and many others. At the very least, I would actually drop him below Tyler Lockett and a few other names, and I'm pushing him down from wide receiver 13 to wide receiver 21. Now, it's in that same tier of wide receiver 2 territory, and I actually think that T.Y. Hilton has impacted the least. Sure, maybe his ceiling is capped a little bit, but if there's one primary scale position player outside the quarterback that is vital to the Colts' success, it is T.Y. Hilton. He will still get his targets. He will still get his yards. Again, feel comfortable selecting him around that wide receiver 20, wide receiver 21 territory. We already knew that Eric Ebron was the most obvious regression candidate in all of fantasy football this season after scoring 14 touchdowns in 2018, 13 receiving, and one on the ground. In fact, prior to last season, he had accumulated 12 total touchdowns in four seasons. Prior to this news, Eric Ebron was being selected as the tight end eight, and at the very least should drop down below Vance McDonald, Austin Hooper, closer to that tight end 11 mark. And I wouldn't begrudge you at all if you want to draft David Njoku, Trey Burton, Delaney Walker ahead of him as well. I do want to point out though, it does help again, going back to 2017 when Brissett started, I believe 15 games, Jack Doyle saw the second most targets on the team that season with 108, hauling in 80 catches. Now, I don't think this means like a bump up for Jack Doyle. In fact, maybe Doyle and Ebron split those opportunities a little bit, but it does show you that Brissett knows that the tight end is a valuable receiver. We know that Frank Reich does as well based on last season's play calling. So if another receiving option is supported on this team, I do think it is Eric Ebron. And that brings us to Devin Funches and Paris Campbell, really the secondary pieces of that wide receiver core. Funches had an ADP of wide receiver 56, was being selected ahead of Jamison Crowder and Adam Humphreys. And Campbell wasn't too far behind, wide receiver 67 which is surprising since he's missed so much time of preseason. Now, Campbell should be drafted after Trey Quinn, Rashard Higgins, Cole Beasley, and other names. And in fact, probably should go undrafted for you right now. I want those other certainties. Again, the Jamison Crowders, the Adam Humphreys, the Trey Quinns, the Rashard Higgins, the Cole Beasleys. I understood taking a Devin Funches. I have a lot of shares of him in best balls because we thought luck could maximize and create opportunities for a lot of of options in the passing game. We aren't so sure of that. It might be a little bit more funneled, a little bit more narrow with Brissett at the helm. Obviously, the quarterback change doesn't just impact 
The passing game, it obviously impacts the running game as well. Once again, let me reference 2017 with Jacoby Brissett as the starting quarterback of the Colts. Again, it was a different play caller, but Frank Gore, a 34-year-old Frank Gore, saw 261 carries for a whopping 961 yards and three touchdowns to actually go along with almost 30 receptions. And actually, Marlon Mack was a rookie that year. He almost saw 100 carries, 93 actually, for over 350 rushing yards and over 20 receptions themselves for four total touchdowns. Again, I will point you in the direction that the offensive line is much improved. And we know that one of the most important parts of a successful running game is the yards created for a running back prior to contact. And the Colts are much more suited to do that in 2019 than they were in 2017. But an issue is to go along with blocking. Game script is important as well. We want teams that have neutral and even more importantly, positive game script. In 2018, the Colts ran 37% of their plays when ahead on the scoreboard and compare that to 2017 when it was just 30%. Marlon Mack is currently being drafted as the running back 18 around the 35th overall selection. He's at the end of that tier with Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Devontae Freeman, and all four of those names have feature back potential, right? In terms of workloads that near 20 touches per game. But you would all agree that Mac now sits at the end of those four names that I mentioned, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Devontae Freeman. And now the question is if names like Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, and Mark Ingram should be selected over Marlon Mack now as well. I would absolutely say that yes, Carson and Ingram should. And the main difference is wins and losses. In wins last season, Marlon Mack averaged 19 touches. That dropped to 11 touches and losses. And actually, the inverse is true for Naeem Hines, which makes sense since he's a pass-catching back. He saw 7.3 touches and wins compared to 12.5 in losses. So if anyone's actually boosting their ADP from this quarterback change, it might actually be Naeem Hines, who was going as the running back 45. I do want to talk about Lamar Miller for a moment, but before I do that, I want to point you in the direction of NFL Game Pass. They've been great and sponsored our podcast all preseason long. And preseason is very important. And the way you can go back and watch great rookie performances from Darwin Thompson, who I think is a steal, Alexander Madison, who's a steal, Tony Pollard, all these rookie running backs can really unlock your drafts if they hit Tony Pollard. Another example, go to NFL.com slash Fantasy to get a seven-day free trial of NFL Game Pass. It allows you to watch all live, out-of-market preseason games, but also all of games on replay. And not just the full broadcast. They have condensed broadcasts as well inside of 30 minutes. Again, NFL.com slash Fantasy for NFL Game Pass. Let's quickly talk Lamar Miller. Tore his ACL early in Saturday's contest. Over his last three years with the Texans, Lamar Miller has seen ridiculous volume. 268 carries in 2016, 238 carries in 2017, and 210 carries in 2018. He was going around running back 30, and that was after the Texans acquired Duke Johnson for a fourth-round pick, which can turn into a third-round pick if Johnson is active and plays in 10 games a season. Duke Johnson is currently being drafted as the running back 39, again, just a few spots after Lamar Miller was, and if I had to guess... I wouldn't be surprised if he vaults all the way up to like running back 22, running back 25. And if he goes to running back 30 in your draft, absolutely snap him up. I mean, we haven't seen really Duke Johnson in this offense yet. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury, but the Texans like him. That's obvious. Trading a mid-round 
2020 draft selection for a back makes us think, makes us believe that they can give him 15 to 20 touches per game. And especially when looking at the rest of that roster, it's a bunch of no names. Looking at Duke's history, it's not like we've seen, though, a feature back workload in his past NFL level. As a rookie, he carried the ball 104 times, 73 in his second year, 82 in his third year, and just 40 last season. That adds up to 299 carries in four years. And compare that to 235 receptions in that same span of time. Now, if healthy, obviously Duke Johnson will eclipse that 104 carry mark. But how high can it go? Can it reach that same feature back workload that we've seen from Lamar Miller in previous years? 210, 238, heck, 268 carries? Maybe. And again, in that running back 25 territory, you're dealing with names like Tevin Coleman, Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay, James White, Kenyon Drake, to go even further down the list. Personally, of that group I just mentioned, I like Tevin Coleman the most. And after that tier of Chris Carson, Mark Ingram, David Montgomery, and Sony Michelle, why not take a shot with Duke Johnson ahead of a James White? Why not take a shot of a Duke Johnson ahead of Tariq Cohen? ADPs go out the window right now. One, take players who you want to take. And two, these are massive changes to a team and an offense that we want exposure to. My advice, as soon as you enter your draft, scroll down the list, type in the name of Josh Gordon, type in the name of a bunch of the rookie running backs that I mentioned, and type in the name of Duke Johnson. And if you find yourself thinking, oh, I don't know who to take at this moment, select one of those players and draft them to your team. All right, I know this was very Colts-focused. I know this was very Josh-focused as well. Hopefully you enjoyed it. It's an important part to your drafts this week. And if you want even more help, you can buy the Roto-World Draft Guide. Just go to rotoworld.com slash win, W-I-N, to purchase. And go and listen to the previous episodes. Must-haves, players to avoid, a full 16-round draft. I appreciate you all so much for the feedback this month. It's been a great month for us, and good luck in your drafts. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode, heading in to the final preseason games, and then into week one. Talk to y'all soon. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.